Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Put those earbuds in, turn up the volume, because it's the time for another edition of Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers right now. Daryl, hi, fella. I'm cool. I'm cool. Mm. Just hanging in, taking it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm I'm absolutely good. Not too shabby, in other words. Yeah. Mm. Daryl, we need to get right on it. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. We gotta, gotcha. we gotta get right on this. This is important. Um, it's gonna be lengthy in me based on talking, but as of what I have to share, it's not gonna be long at all. So, gonna get right on it. Try to knock this all out in one sitting. Same thing. Getting there. I wonder what's taking There we go. Okay. Nice and good. 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 Double Take Sports Talk with the Watch Brothers. Platform Talk. Describing racism and, and what others are doing to really push it. So, in other words... I wish I would have moved this from the beginning. Describe a racism that others won't. Today's objective is to practice good or communication skills, talking racism. Of course, as I said on our What's On Top video, going to talk about the U.S. women's soccer team, not so much as of them, but as of the critics behind them. Going to talk about the International Olympics uh, Committee's uh, update based on the guidelines for protesting. And then some of my thoughts on what I've been seeing in Facebook posts, and it is not actually random strangers it is actually people i'm friends with we're gonna start with this in the backlog of this story conservative news source daily wire made sure that they made the u.s women's team look bad with other right uh conservatives uh based on uh the u.s women's team protesting hence this matt walsh i'm so happy that they lost i'm actively rooting against the u.s women's soccer i want them to be humiliated and embarrassed just as they humiliated and embarrassed our country the babylon b this is a uh like a blog or a some sort of uh news source as well and they was being funny when they put this out with the title of this article replacing what Daily Wire put out saying, inspiring U.S. women's soccer team to boy scout 
but boycott, scoring goals until racism is defeated. Same people. To improve Olympic chances, U.S. women's soccer team replaced by 15-year-old boy team in wigs. We want to talk about embarrassment, ladies and gentlemen. This is an embarrassment to the country. This is going to get worse. Laura Ingram, disgraced and ungrateful. It's all about them. Their woke brand brands are joke brands. Chris Leosh, embarrassed for the U.S. And if I pronounce your name wrong, I'm sorry, but I don't care at the same time. Daily Caller, you absolutely hate to see it. Logan Hall, imagine the impact a patriotic top professional athlete could have right now. Huge untapped market for that. Naturally, fans start rooting against teams that hate the country they're supposed to represent. A little patriotism goes a little a long way. Uh, same for you, sir. Same for you. Lauren Chen, maybe less activism and more practice next time. No, actually, because the women have actually proven their case, they actually need to do more activism and less trying to bow down and kiss your ass. Next, Christopher Bedford. I mean, that's the important part, right? As far as corporate sponsors are concerned, you probably have sponsorships as well. So be it. So quit trying to make it about the U.S. women's soccer team being money when it could be the same for you. Next, and lastly but not least, not being funny, cat turd. I can't stop laughing. I hope they lose again. See all these tweets? You see all these tweets based on a loss that the U.S. women's team had because they went and protest by kneeling. Meanwhile, let's take a look at the updated guidelines, just so everybody is aware. Because there's been some false reports out saying that the U.S. women's team knelt before, uh, I'm sorry, during the national anthem. So let's take a look at it first, before that. Forgot about this. The Black Lives Matter statement. We love our country, and it's a true honor to represent America, and it's also our duty to demand that the liberties and freedoms were founded uh, I can't read the rest of that. What did that say on that second line? But that our country was founded on extent to everyone. Read a statement that members of the team posted on social media before the game, which ended in a 2 nothing defeat against the Le uh, Netherlands. Today, we wear Black Lives Matter to affirm human decency. We protest. Against. Racial injustice and police brutality against black people. We protest against the racial infrastructures that do not provide equal opportunity for black and brown people to fulfill their dreams, including playing on this team. The statement continued. As the United States women's uh, national team players, we collectively work towards a society where the American ideals are upheld and black lives are no longer systemically targeted. In brief, in brief, these are the things that they are allowed to do now in protest where at one point in time, Maybe most of these were not in it. The only ones that was in it even before they changed it was team meetings and media and, di and digital meetings. Media, excuse me. Oh, and the mixed zones, when, including when speaking to the media. But other than that, all this other stuff wasn't in there during that time. Actually, during the interviews were too. Uh, social, through social media was too, to come think about it. I think all of this was. They just allowed it more widely uh, on that behalf. 
on the field of play prior to the start of the competition, uh, i.e., uh, after leaving the room call or cinema areas during the introduction of the individual athletes or teams, provided that expression for the example gestures is consistent with the fundamental principles of the Olympiism and not targeted directly or indirectly against people, countries, organizations, and or their dignity. Not disruptive, by the way, example only. The following expressions are considered disruptive. Expressive during other athletes or teams' national anthem and or introduction as this may interfere with other teams I'm sorry, with other athletes or teams concentration and or preparation for the competition. Physical inter uh, interference with the introduction of other athletes or teams or the protocols itself, for example, by unfurling a flag, a banner, etc., causing or assuming the risk of causing physical harm or persons or properties, etc., and not prohibited to otherwise limited by the rules of the re relevant National Olympic Committee and or competition regulations or regu uh, regulations of the relevant international federations. Here are the tweets. I mean, I'm sorry, here are the Facebook posts I come across that I need to share. America, a country so great, even the people who hate it won't leave. Another one. If you don't love America, you should not be allowed to represent America in the Olympics. Also, you can move. There are 193 countries on Earth. If you do not like this one or are ashamed of it, move. I am tired of the disrespect that is shown to our flag and national anthem. I'm going to stop it right here for a second. For those of you that actually put this out, why don't you take your shit and move. How about it? If you don't like change, get up, pack your shit, and move. If you don't like that black people and other people want change, get up, pack your shit, and move. If you don't like Anything that is going to make you uncomfortable, get up, pack your shit, and move. Why is it that this has to be disrespectful that is shown to the flag and the national anthem all because black people wants to see change? Where is the blatant disrespect in that? If anything, it's something like this. Something like this and something like this is what the disrespect that we deal with on a day in, day out of our daily lives. There is no black national anthem. There's no white national anthem. There is the American national anthem. If that offends you, you are the problem in America. No, whoever put out this post is the problem. The Black National Anthem was not made by white people. If you paid attention and did your homework, you might learn something about, about the National Black Anthem. You might learn something. So because there's black in it, you don't like it.
it's common now to mistake defending someone's right to say things with agreeing with those things. If you don't support free speech for people who you disagree with, then you don't support free speech. And remember, it's your right not to listen and even say things back. Do you know what this is right here, ladies and gentlemen? True. Damn it. Say that again. True. Yes. <laughs> I was being funny. <laughs> yes. It's truth, but it's also oppression. Oppression, straight up. It's oppression. Now, because he says at the end, and remember, it's your right not to listen and even say things back. Why? Why? This could go either way. This could either go for somebody that is speaking up against protesting or somebody that is actually talking about uh, protesting or just protesting is, in the way. This is just still a lost individual right here. This fella right here is still a lost individual. Yes, he is. Yes. And then when somebody say something like this, but then turn right around and do this, America's not racist. This automatically make you it. You can say that America's not racist, but I can go around and say that America's racist, but I have to refer back to this. Then this woman. No matter how many times the Democrats say it, Donald Trump never once used language to incite violence. He was banned for social media because the support he had around the world is a threat to their establishment. Say the truth as loud as and as often as they say the lie. Ladies and gentlemen, Candace Owens apparently did not do her homework. So guess who did her homework for her? You. Me. Let's take a look. Prominent suspension of the real Donald Trump. This is exactly what Twitter put out. After close review of the recent tweets from at the real Donald Trump account and the context around them, specifically how they were being received and interpreted on and off Twitter, we have permanently suspended the account due to the risk of further incitement of violence. In the context of horrific events this week, we have made it clear on Wednesday that additional violations of the Twitter rules will potentially result this very course of action. Our public interest framework exists to enable the public to hear from elected officials and world leaders directly. It is built on the principle that the people have the right to hold the power of account in the open. Now, let me stop right there before I continue. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what you call studying. This is what you call doing your homework because most people don't take the time out to do it. So I'm doing it today. Moving on. However, we have made it clear going back years that these accounts are not above our rules entirely and cannot use Twitter to incite violence, among other things. We will continue to be transparent around our policies and their enforcement. The below is a comprehensive analysis of our policy reinforcement approach in this case. On January 8, 2021, President Donald Day J. Trump tweeted, and you have to finish it off for me because I can't see the rest of that. The 75,000 great American patriots who voted for me, America first, and make America great again. I will have a giant voice. Oh, we'll have a giant voice long into the future. Okay. 
They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any shape, way, or form. That it. Shortly thereafter, then the president tweeted to all of those who have asked, I will not be going to inauguration on January 20th. Due to the ongoing tensions, and this is their result of the analysis, due to the ongoing tension in the United States and an uptick on the global conversations in regard to the people who violently stormed the Capitol on January 6, 2021, these two tweets must be read in the context of broader events in the country and the ways in which the president's statement can be mobilized by different audiences, including to incite violence, as well as the context of the pattern of behavior from this account recent weeks. After assessing the language of these tweets again and the glorification of violence policy, we have determined that these tweets are in violation of glorification of violence policy and the user at will Donald Trump should be immediately, permanently suspended from the service. We assessed, and this is exactly what their policy says about glorification of violence. We assessed the two tweets referenced above and our gratification or glorification of violence policy, which aims to prevent the glorification of violence that could inspire others to replicate violent acts and determines that they are highly likely to encourage and inspire people to replicate the criminal acts that took place at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. This determination is based on a number of factors, including President Trump's state, statement that he would not be attending inauguration is being received by a number of his supporters as further confirmation that the election, election was not legitimate and is seen as him disavowing his previous claim made via two tweets, one, two, by his deputy chief of staff, Dan Scavnov, or Scavnino, and there will be an orderly transition on January 20th. The second tweet may also serve as an encouragement to those potentially considering violent acts of inauguration would be safe, targeted, as he would not be attending. Number three, the use of the words American Patriots to describe some of his supporters is also being interpreted as supported for those committing violent acts at the U.S. at the U.S. Capitol. And last, oh no, two more. The mention of his supporters have a giant voice log long into the future and that they will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any shape or form, any way, shape or form. It's being interpreted as further indication that President Trump does not plan to facilitate an orderly transition. And instead, he plans to continue to support and power and shield those who believe he won the election. Plans for the future, plans for future armed protests have already begun profiling uh, on and off Twitter, including a proposed secondary attack on the U.S. Capitol and state Capitol buildings on January 17, 2021. You have to finish this one off for me. As such, our determination is that the two tweets above are likely to inspire others. Okay, to replicate the violent acts that took place on January 6. Excuse me, 2021, and that there are multiple indications that they are being received and understood as encouragement to do so. That's the blog that they put out the day after. No, I think they put it out two weeks later after they did their stuff. January 29th is when they put it out. This is what they came up with. This is their rules. And for Donald Trump, to actually sit there and try to sue. Hello. But then let's look further into it. 
What is the violation of this policy? Under this policy, you can aff uh, affiliate with and promote to elicit activities of a terrorist organization or violent extremist groups. Example of the type of content that violates this, pol this policy includes, but is not limited to engaging in or promoting acts on behalf of a violent organization, recruiting of a violent organization, providing or disturbing services, example, financial media propaganda, to further a violent organization's stated goals and using the signal or symbols of violent organizations to to support, or sorry, to promote them, or indicate affiliation or support. And again, Candace Owens said in her own words, "No matter how many times the Democrats say it, Donald Trump never once used language to incite violence. He was banned for social media because the support he had around the world is a threat to the establishment. Say the truth as loud as often as they say the lie. You damn right, Ms. Owens. I'm going to say the truth as loud as I can, but not that." garbage let's talk about the real shit this the confederate flag boom number one number two the noose number three three percent of matilla uh, group flag craigan flag four the proud boys as they use hand gestures outside the capital to represent white power Continuation, the color skin flag right there in front of your face. Confederate flag, more of them. And the Gaddison flags, keep on going. More of this hot garbage and we keep right on rolling. Oath keepers, how many times do Candace always never do her freaking homework, ladies and gentlemen? How often do we have to go through this? How often do we have to go through this? Another Confederate flag in the building. America first flags. Continuation. This is. Oh, but then not to mention the one last slide. And then here's what ticks me off. They say this nationalist social club stickers. Hashtag DC, hashtag fuck the police. But then we have those exact same ignorant people that stormed the Capitol that put out tweets like this. Police lives matter. Anybody got the guts to share? I hope some people have the popcorn for this because I felt this was very truthful or some brain food at that. If you're going to say blue lives matter, the police lives matter, mm -hmm. and then you want to talk about protecting the country in so many ways, mm -hmm. Who are, you, who, who are you going to? Who are you really protecting? Who are you really? Are you really an American at that point? Exactly. Exactly. Fuck the police. But thanking the police for right. their work. Right. Police lives matter. Right. And then you turn around, like you said, this hot garbage. Yes. Fuck the police and hashtags. Hot of garbage there, girl. I mean, tons of it. And something's wrong with this bitch. 
something is totally wrong with this picture. Mm -hmm. Like I said last week, people have a hard time accepting the fact that athletes are citizens of the United States of America. Exactly. They have a hard time dragging that. Yes. It's like, oh, stay in your own life. Stay in your own life. Hell, they're citizens of the United States of America. How can it not be that they're this the problem? Yep. How can you not see between that fine line? It don't make sense. If us black people love America, why would we so why would we trying so hard to try to bring change into the way that the justice system works? Exactly. To the way that Black Lives Matters work. Right. If we didn't care about it, we'd be supporting the white supremacists. And getting our asses kicked every single day. Every single time. And then we'll be out there getting discriminated, not like we already are, but we'll be enjoying it. Oh, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Because I respect you as a leader, as a top dog. Mm -hmm. No, it don't work like that. Y'all take one thing. Y'all take one thing. That's the U.S. women's soccer team to do what they do. And y'all blow this bullshit out of the boy. Mm -hmm. Because they're representing the U.S. of A. And they're trying to make a statement. They're trying to bring change. And now all of a sudden it's a problem. Yep. I agree with you. And it is as always, but there are a lot of people say there ain't nothing wrong or there is something wrong, but I'm just going to hide behind my doors at home or I'm just going to sweep this under the rug because we all just need to get along because everybody's afraid. Stop it. Stop it. And who's, who's the one that's actually out here putting this stuff out to be afraid? Who is brainwashing you people to believe that this is fear? To be afraid of the Black Lives Matter movement to where they're only trying to bring change. Who's the one that's actually out here trying to do these protests, but they're talking about loops? Right. If the Black Lives Matter movement wanted to do some fucking looting, they, they could be fucking robbing a grocery store. They could be doing all that. Mm -hmm. But all they try to do is bring peace and change. Yep. That's all they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. That's all. We're not saying that all, like you said before, we're not trying to say that all white people gotta, uh, are bad people. Not all police officers are bad people. But if the people believe, especially of our own, of our skin, skin color, black and brown, can't even sit here to admit the fact that there's a problem in the judicial system and the Black Lives Matter movement and people not.
not be uh, treated equally. They never did. Y'all making some raw money somewhere, and we don't learn about it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. It's crazy. All right, so there's nothing else. So we'll have this video out in its version to see a visual of it as well. Uh, we'll have it out sometime later on in the week. Uh, but other than that, we'll be right back with the sports talk of our podcast. We'll be right back. Coach right tackle Braden Smith just got the bag. He extended his contract with uh, a $72.4 million fine. They're working their draft picks, believe it or not. So this could be significant. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe. But by far, he has been, you know, one of the spectacular uh, right guards, right tackles, I'm sorry, right tackles. <laughs> and everybody that's been there, of course, he has not allowed a sack uh, last season. So that's one significant sign of why he got back. So that's that. Congrats to him. Absolutely. Congrats to him. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Got COVID. Got COVID. And he will miss some practice time. And also, Raiders, Jalen Richard, theoretic to be put on the COVID 19 list. Forgot another person. Who? Frank Wright. No, I didn't. Hey, there. I didn't. I wasn't done. I wasn't done. Not to mention he's Frank Wright. And then eight of the Nationals. I'm sorry. Four players and eight staffers got tested positive for COVID-19. And so that Phillies game got canceled. I think there was one more. When I think about it. But Javi Baez of the Chicago Cubs got fined for Tati. But he got avoided suspension. He got lucky. He did get lucky because you either got suspended for that. You got suspended. Straight up. Straight the fuck up. You either got suspended. Um, Dakota Prescott, he leaves practice with a muscle strain in his right shoulder. So they are being cautious and smart about it. And Cole Beasley is against the vaccine in his quoted words saying that we need proper information because now we are putting at risk for players that's been working hard over vaccine that we don't have proper information on. Let's break this balance here for a second. Let's, let's, let's just weigh it. When COVID first hit, when COVID first hit, we was all getting to run around. Get the beat to the bush. It's false. You know, it's 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 nothing. It's all gonna magically disappear. 
What disease do you know has ever disappeared? For one. For two, if you want proper information, you sure in hell can't get it from the guy that was president in 2020 when this COVID came. To me, a lot of vaccines works within people's bodies. Period. It just works within people's bodies. We react certain ways. People get different signs of it. But this is a new thing. This is the first time this has happened in over 100 years. And so now you're asking health officials for more proper information. Just take the damn vaccine. Been saying this since Joe Biden got into the office. Actually, they've been saying it longer than that. It's somebody that just keep chop blocking them and not preventing them from saying it. Well, it's just, it's ridiculous because of the fact that they actually believe that this is not the real deal. Delta variant. Now we probably got to get boosters and wear masks for unvaccinated people. Mm-hmm. Because people don't want to take the vaccine. Because there's too many conspiracy theorists and they are the ones that are holding us back from moving on. Plain and simple. Yeah, plain and simple. What was that disease that was when Obama was in office? Was it Ebola? Yep. Proper protocol. Even though people still die from it, people was learning about it. But, but not, they put into it. Not nearly as much, though, as exactly. COVID. They put a quick end to it. We're still into COVID. We're over a year into this. We almost been ready to hit year two. And I guarantee we're going to hit year two. I wouldn't be surprised if we get to hit year three. Yep. Because nobody's, everybody's being hard-headed. They're being ignorant about this whole situation because they feel that it's nothing. They don't trust vaccine. It's stupid. Yeah, they, a lot of people don't trust it, and I even had to have a heart-to-heart, not a heart-to-heart, but I had to say it uh, to a close family member of ours, just don't get it. Just don't get it. You you got to be smarter than this. Yeah, you have to be smarter than this. You're going to complain about people, but you're not going to do nothing by yourself. Just shut your face. Plain and simple. As I always say, if you're not going to be part of the solution, don't become the problem. And we got enough of them already. Plenty of them. We got enough to feed them around the village. Yep. And Reggie Bush would not get his Heisman Trophy back despite the new issue. I'm not going to touch up on this. It's it's sad. It's a sad thing. Congratulations. Now, last week I said I was going to do some extensive research (laughs) on the NBA Finals. And it's pretty interesting to say the least. Not in that particular Last week we did mention it was free throw. Yes. So I did it. Yeah. That's what I did. I took all the free throws from games one to six 
But I didn't do Milwaukee Bucks or the Phoenix Suns. I did Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Phoenix Suns. Hear me out. Game one. Giannis went to the line 12 times, made seven of them. The Suns went to the line 26 times, made 25 of them. Won that game. Won that game. Game two. Giannis went to the line 11 times. I'm sorry, 18 times, made 11 of them. The Suns went to the line 14 times, made 12 of them. And still won that game. And still won that game. Now, game changer. Game three. Giannis went to the line 17 times and made 13 of them. The Suns went to the line 16 times and made 11 of them. And, and lost, lost that, that game. game. Game four. Giannis went to the line eight times, made four. The Suns went to the line 19 times, made 16. And still, still won the game. Despite, I think that was the game they shot over 50%. percent mm-hmm. the team. Game five. Giannis went to the line 11 times, made four of them. Suns went to the line 11 times and made 10 of them and still lost the game. And this was the game that the Suns, I believe, shot over 60%. Game six. Giannis went to the line 19 times, made 17 of them. The Suns went to the line 19 times, made 16 of them, and still lost that game. And I believe they made over 50% of the shots. Overall summary. Overall summary. Phoenix went to the line 105 times and made 90 of them. Giannis went to the line 20 uh, I mean, of those 85 times. 85! And made 56 of them. Damn. I'm sorry. I have got to be blunt here. As much as I love Giannis out of the coupon, and, I, and as much I love his approach to this game, I love it. But we got a problem here. Shaq, 7-1, over 320 pounds. And he went to the line 39 damn times in the NBA fight. He's about big as everybody in there combined. Why the hell is he going to the line 39 times? Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton barely went to the line. And he's a big dude. He got the same approach as Giannis. It still barely went to the line. What's wrong with this picture right here? Like I said, the Bucks earned that win. But some things you just kind of have to take a step back and like, oh, I wonder what's going on here. 
what's the skippy of it? What's the skippy? Mm-hmm. You know. But that really got to me. I had to look that up. If guns could go to the line that many times and the suns could still shoot over 50% and still lose four straight, what is wrong with this bitch? Yeah. Okay, I get the I get the mental turnover thing. I get that. You storm back and then you make a turnover, a mental turnover. Critical. Both games. I get it. But beforehand. They aren't just, I, I just can't. I can't say anything. Less or more, but I just find that a problem. 85 times. None of the none of the Phoenix Suns players went to the line less than that. 11 times to be exact. Them boys shooters. Yeah, they're shooters. They, they are reliant on the mid-game pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And that's how it always been. It always been like that. Yeah, and the last one I have. NBA is implementing rule change to reduce non-basketball moves to draw fouls. This is the one being used and not No, I can't wait to get rid of that garbage. So, I happen to be on Instagram, but there's this Famous Instagram. I don't know if she's famous overall on social media, but her name goes by Stephanie E. I know probably a lot of people know her. I don't know her. So I don't either. She she goes on and says, hey, oh, let me let me let me let me not forget to say that she is a hooper in absolute different ways. In an incredible ball. She goes on and says, so what does this mean? I'm gonna break this down. I, I just hope you're stupid. I hope you're not stupid for one. I hope you're being sarcastic. I really hope you are. But let's just say if you are stupid, let's just break this down in two different ways. I'm gonna break this down in the watching the TV aspect and 2K way. When you're watching TV, when you're watching the NBA on TV. If you see an NBA player like James Harden, Steph Curry, or Trey Young Mm -hmm. pump face to allow a player to jump in motion and bump them to create contact to shoot the ball to go to the line, that's what they're talking about. That bullshit. That's what they're talking about. But let's talk about this in a 2K way. I know a lot of people play 2K. I'm going to put it like this. There should be no damn reason you should have a shot creator if you create that bullshit. Period. Exactly. Exactly. What the fuck is the point of having shot creator if you're going to create contact to shoot that damn ball? That or finisher. There's no excuse for it. No excuse. And the fuck are you thinking? Yeah. That's what that means. Yes. Miss Lady. Think about that long and hard. Think about it. I can't wait to get rid of that hot garbage. Oh, I can't wait. Me too, girl. But I'm done. If you got anything else, you got any thoughts, but I'm done. No, I don't. 
So we'll be right back with the newest segment of the podcast, Mental Health. We'll be right back. All right, talking mental health, our mental health discussion. Tonight is Jamal Bowden. She surprisingly, just like Naomi Osaka, shocked the world when she withdrew from the 2020 Olympics. And <clears throat> it's drawn a lot of support and criticism because of the fact that she up and suddenly just dropped from the games and nothing to show for it. But believe it or not, she has a lot to show for it. Her mental health. This is what a lot of people will say an inspiration. And an inspiration for herself because of the fact that she took a page out of Naomi Osaka. The only difference is, is that Naomi Osaka Played in the Olympics, so did she. But Simone Biles didn't take that chance to focus on her mental health beforehand. And so, one of the things that that really got her to withdraw was the fact that it was a long wait, and that created a lot of anxiety. <laughs> on her behalf. And that's when she had to go to her coaches and say, hey, I stumbled on these warm-ups. I feel great physically, but mentally, I'm not there. I got to be pulled out. They encouraged her first. Oh, you're doing great. You're doing great. She's like, got to get pulled out. I'm sorry, but I have to. It's another thing. Evidently, they took that seriously, which you're supposed to do. So they granted her wish. Not her wish, but her request. <laughs> and that was that. You can't have any more of a, a prospect that they can actually sit down and listen to you instead of you trying to dip it in the bud a little bit. Now, she looked great when she was out there performing. It's just like if she never even performed before, like she just a natural performing in front of audiences. But that wasn't the case. In her mind, she was thinking different. And she gave it all up. It's like, hey, I have got to, I have to put an end to this. I need to focus on my well-being. Ronda Rossi was one of the ones that also defended defended her when it came to it. And she pretty much quoted and saying that you're putting somebody in judgmental mode because she ended up withdrawing because y'all don't know her. Y'all don't know what she's going through. So check your assholes before y'all decide to judge somebody. You don't never know what's up in it. Okay? 
probably a little graphic, but it's the truth. It's the truth. This is what we deal with. When people don't listen to one person, there's something wrong with them in their heart and in their mind. This is the shit we deal with. This is what everybody deals with. I wish this would happen more often than not. In a job. For, you know, just four people that works nine to five. Instead of having a hotline. I said that at the very beginning. It needs to be taken more seriously. A phone call just to talk about something. It may help a lot of people, but taking time off is a very significant thing because it's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Xavier and Howard, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, he requested a trade. Why? Because he did not feel valued. He felt disrespected. Nobody is listening, but everybody want to pay the price at the end. If you just listen to people, you get better results. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Mm-mm. The New York Post had actually said that she had went to get help in 2016, but it got hacked and posted without her knowledge. But then she went to Instagram and opened up and said, hey, I have no shame about this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm taking medication for it, and I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. If you think that she's going to be a laughing stock of the fact that she stepped away like Naomi Osaka, somebody's wrong. Somebody's wrong. Hell, our governments around the state don't even show that type of support. Mm-hmm. No. We got people that has financial problems right now as we speak. And they have to wait fucking months and weeks and years for them to help. Which is why it's hard for a lot of people today to rely on the government. Mm-hmm. That's why people don't want to rely on the government. Right. But at the same time, we have to pick ourselves up, beat our mental health, beat our depression, beat our anxiety. In cold turkey, and go out there and work. Because nobody don't give a damn about your mental health. And with the right people with Simone Biles' coaching staff, it went the right way. And now she can get the help that she needs. Mm-hmm. Point blank, period. And I think that's important that everybody listen. This needs to be brought more awareness. And I hope that this does it. Naomi Osaka, she was the first one to actually put her mental health in the open. LaMarcus Aldridge, Simone Biles now, Michael Phelps, Andrew Luck, you know, all these people. What's your thoughts? If you have any. Well, I'm just going to say this real quick. 
I think there's something else that's contributing to her mental health. I personally believe it is not. It's this is just an opinion, and it's not any factual thing. But it, it can go back to performance-based ordeals. And what I mean by that is this. You see this? Yeah. This is a scorecard. This right here. See this D? Yes. This is the difficulty of each uh, stunt that's being performed. She don't get no more than a six on each one. See there? She don't get no, she don't get no more than a six. Now we all watched how she performs. We've watched how difficult that is. I call that the Michael Jordan of gymnastics. But she's only getting sixes. Only getting sixes. And difficulty. Even though she scored higher than everybody else. But she's only getting sixes. This can also show a side of mental health to the fact that you're putting everything into it. And this is the reward. That you're really not getting. And that was, and, and to bring that up to the fact that she did struggle, I believe it was 2016. Mm-hmm. She has struggled mm-hmm. with, um, with that part of stunts. Mm-hmm. She, she struggled badly. Mm-hmm. And that did play a part in the reason why that she hit that spotlight. So that's a good point. That's a definitely good point. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's doing, that's why she actually hit her peak to do a lot better. Right. Risking a lot more stunts that are more harder to do than any other. Right there. Mm-hmm. And they would have won the gold if she kept on. Yep. But she felt like that the team could do it without her. And they pretty much did. Yeah. They won a medal. I mean, they won a medal in the silver. Which is good. Which, is, Which good. is good. Because you don't want. You don't want your performance to bring down other teammates. You want them to be uplifted and still be able to perform. Although she still stood, she still stood with her team, supporting them all. Daryl, that brief. Daryl, she's to go. Plain and simple. Yeah. She is a champion in my eyes. Yeah. Doing just that. But for you, to, but for her to actually still support her team, that brought that morale up. Mm-hmm. That brought that morale up. Mm-hmm. I say, if you listen to people, uh-huh. they will return that favor. Oh yeah, they will do above and beyond mm-hmm. anything upon their means to make things better. Mm-hmm. But you got a lot of these people that are different about it. And this is why mental health needs to come into awareness. Yes, this absolutely. Is the exact to say. Absolutely, Daryl. I agree. That's all I got from the whole discussion. All right. We'll be right back with the final thoughts. We'll be right back.
Bob Dutch, you got anything? Nope. Neither do I. So then that's what direct this bad boy get up and out mm-hmm. out of here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is an edition of Double Take Sports Talk. Thank you for downloading to the listening to our podcast. I am Daryl. Dance right across from me. Yep. All right, catch up with another episode of Double Take Sports Talk. Until then. Ciao. Ciao.